This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. The lineup is better. It's the mm-hmm. bench that kills them. The yep. bench just kills them. The, what the starters do for them, obviously, with Mitchell you know, and Garland, who seemed like he didn't take a shot in the fourth quarter in game one. Uh, and and the, the rebounding, you know, both teams really have good rebounders. But the difference is that bench, the Nick bench, and it's been, you know, which is funny because the numbers say that the Nick bench is not has not been productive. But Gordon, I think that was early in the season. I think for this most of the second part of the season, that bench has been, especially since Josh Hart has been here. Yes, the absolutely. bench has has not only been productive offensively but defensively. Yeah, and if the Knicks are going to win this series, the bench has to kind of be a major story. I'm not going to say carry them, but mm-hmm. it has to be a major plus for the Knicks in this series. Yeah, no question about it. All right, Gordon, talk to me about the Yankees over the weekend. Uh, split with Minnesota. I, you should have taken three out of four, but probably, you know, once again, you had a meltdown on Friday night and you kind of saw it before. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, that's the one that kind of worries you in that bullpen. Now, I figure that they will be able to figure it out because if they ever do get healthy, which it seems like the amount of guys, it seems like they're getting Worse rather than better, yeah. Uh, in terms of the injuries, yeah. I I don't really worry about their bullpen long term because I do think that they'll have other options there. But yeah, I mean Clay Holmes at times um, just starts missing the strike zone. Uh, and yeah. last year, the first half of the year, he was he was lights out. He was brilliant. Mm-hmm. He was outstanding. And then that series against the Reds, all of a sudden, just started missing the strike zone. And he, and and that happens sometimes with him. Mm-hmm. And and what it does, I think you got to. You have to kind of be on alert that it could yeah. happen at any moment. Um, so that's a bit disappointing, but it was nice to see the way that Garrett Cole went out there uh, yesterday and mm-hmm. really just kind of locked it down. And he has been that lockdown guy. Uh, again, it's only four starts this year, but you really could not ask any more out of him. With the injuries that you have to the rotation, you need the guys that step up, and the, and the guy you need to step up the most is your ace, and mm-hmm. he has certainly stepped up. He has been brilliant so far this year. We'll talk about my aces in a minute, <laughs> if I can yeah. see them. <laughs> we'll talk about mine in a minute. Uh, I didn't want—I didn't want to disturb you on your daughter's birthday. Mm, thank but you. But give, give me the Domingo Herman situation. That was kind of crazy. Yeah, that was a weird thing. I guess it. What, what was it? The 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 um the rosin. Yeah. He just had to go wash his hand. I, I don't know. It, it just seems like people are looking for any reason, uh, and, and you throw it out there and you see if it's, you know, for lack of a better word, see if it sticks. Um, mm-hmm, because, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you can get a guy off his game, uh, even if it doesn't work, you know, to play the mind games a little bit, that uh, get him off his game and, and all of a sudden, you know, uh, pitch here or pitch there. He's been known to give the give up the long ball and, yeah, and yeah. walk some batters. Uh, but it didn't work. I mean, he, he, he got stronger, it felt like, well, as the game went along. So, uh, look, Herma, out of the guys that are in the Yankee rotation right now, with mm-hmm. no uh, disrespect to, uh, to Johnny Brito, Mm-hmm. Or uh, Clark Schmidt, the guy that really should be stepping up is Domingo Herman. He's been yeah. in the rotation before. He's kind You're of a right. veteran at this point and has been yep. bad so far this year. So you got to get him on track until you get a little healthier in the rotation. No question about it. Speaking of healthy in the rotation, Max Scherzer has been moved back to Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mets were lucky that they were facing Oakland <laughs> this week. Right. Gordon, how bad is Oakland? Oakland. Well, look, they're not trying. They're, they're not trying. They're, they're not trying to win. It's a terrible look. It's not good for baseball. 
far be it for me not not and I don't fancy myself as a baseball purist. But they're not like you said, they're not trying to be good. They're not trying to win. No. And I don't understand. It's not like they're going to get the best player available. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know what their stadium situation is. I guess they're they're just kind of holding out um to um until they get a state. Now they 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 have not you know, they kind of go down and then they come back up. Yeah. They're, you know, they're not bad for, for 10 years. But, man, when they're bad, they're really bad. They're awful. Yeah. They lost and 100 games last year. so And it seems like they're going to lose a lot more than that this year. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, they, they go through those cycles of, of tear it down and rebuild it and tear it down and rebuild it. And, and clearly this one is one of the teardowns. I mean, they the, once again, they they were better Saturday and Sunday. But Friday night, they were 62 met like 17 walks. It's kind of hard to imagine, right? I mean, that's hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were, what, six and six and then six and six and five and six in one inning. Yeah. It was just, they, it was unbelievable. I mean, well, I mean, pitching's hard to find when you're good. Yeah. And they're not good. I just, so pitching's I, really hard to find. I can't imagine what that, what, how long that game would have been without the clock. <laughs> yeah, right. It might still be going. Might still be. Yeah. It might still be going. But once again, Max Scherzer moved to Wednesday, so we'll see what happens. He says, oh, I know what happened. I had this in 2019. I'll be okay. I just have to rest, blah, 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 blah. Gordon, it's a concern. It, it's still a concern. Oh, it's, it's absolutely. Top of your rotation. This is, what, this is what you have to have. These guys have to be healthy for you to complete your goal of winning a World Series. You just do. They have to be healthy. And – you know, listen, the offense is not exactly other than Lindor and Afonso. Well, Lindor, um, you've got Marte. Obviously, you got a lot, you know, you got Pete. You've got mm-hmm. folks are those are the guys who are Nimmo, those are the guys who are taking care of your offense right now. That's why Brett Batty is up mm-hmm. and playing third base tonight, thank God. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you need some more offense going to they're gonna have to get their bat. I'm just serious. Yeah, they, they have to I, get that bad. And look, they will. But uh, to me, the most you know, we drew it up at the beginning of the year. What was the concerns with the Mets? The age at the top of the rotation, the lineup was a bat short, and the end of the bullpen because of the Diaz injury. Yeah. The other two, the the lineup and adding a bat, I think you can do that. I don't, mm-hmm. and and you might have it within your system, right? Maybe Brett yeah. Beatty is the guy. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out here. And if mm-hmm. if all of a sudden he comes up and plays really well, then you'll feel a whole lot better about things. And finding a closer, when you're if you're willing to pay the price, there'll be closers available who can who can lock down the ninth inning if need yeah. be. But the age of those two guys at the top of the rotation, it's, it's, it's got to be a concern because you're you're paying those guys a boatload of money. Yeah. And right now, neither of them are healthy. No. And and you know, look, baseball's a cruel game. Sometimes weird things happen and and injuries. You're like, oh, I can't believe. Getting two guys who are forty years old basically hurt <laughs> early on in the season, it's it's not the most outlandish thing. I mean, it's the thing that everybody was kind of pointing to. Can these guys stay healthy for a whole season, and what are they going to be like if you know when you get to the end of the season? The only pitching all year. The only optimistic thing you could say as a Met fan is at least this early. Yeah. If you got the injuries, get them out of the way now. Let's see, you know, the inconsistencies. Get them out of the way. Let's see what you can do. But it, it makes you a little nervous. It just does, Gordon. You, you, I mean, how could you not be? You, you have to be a little nervous. You just hope that they can give you enough to get through, and, and you get to the, you know, get to the postseason, and they'll be healthy, and they'll 
you know, do pitch the way they're supposed to pitch on the back of their baseball card. That's all you can hope for. Yeah, Scherzer would be the more concerning one because he was the guy that kind of two years ago couldn't go at the end. Last yep. year was not the same guy, and now yep. is already hurt again this year. Yeah. He's he's uh, he's 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 degrumming it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you see your your boy left uh, after four innings tonight. Mm-hmm. I've believe me, I've seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I Texas, mean, I feel your pain. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've been I there. Mean, I've been there. For a lot less <laughs> than you're paying him. <laughs> yeah. At least it wasn't an. I don't think it was. I think it was a wrist. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't an elbow. It wasn't a shoulder. But mm. he has proven that. He cannot stay healthy. He's proven that he's going to take some vacations during the season. You, you well, know, that you five can, you years can bank on 185, that. Oh. Boy, that's that. That looks like a long five years right now. It does. It does. It does. And oh, by the way, since it's baseball, it is guaranteed. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not like football. We can oh, the last. Ah, it doesn't mean anything. It's just. It's just a bonus. The ah, we can tear the contract up and get rid of them. No, no, you can't. Well, no, you can't. Speaking of people that can never stay healthy, you got Giancarlo Stanton now. I know. You find out and he's going to be out for two months, basically. It's unbelievable. The first, the initial report was because we had it broke yesterday when when I went on the air. The initial report was ten day IL, mm-hmm. four to six weeks. Yep. That's the guy can't say. We always say we we, we came up with the term. The most important stat for him is games played. Yeah. And he doesn't play a lot of them. And and unfortunately for him, you know, with Degrom, the concern is this is the first year of the contract. I know. When you made the deal for Stanton, you have to assume when he gets to be 33, 34, 35, these are the things that are going to happen. And they've already happened before, so Mm -hmm. it really is not going to be a surprise if it happens now. I mean, how do you – I mean, if you're Boone, how do you you try to – how do you try to keep him healthy in the lineup? You, how do you they, do it? They, 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 this is why there's they don't want to play him do. in the outfield because they're so concerned he's going to get hurt, and when he gets hurt, he's gone for a long period of time. And and I'm sure when he comes back, it's going to take him a little while to get yeah. going again. But his entire season now is 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 impacted by this. Yeah, and this is him. This is not even out. This is him running out of hit. Yep. I mean, you always hurt. I mean, you always. It's terrible. You'd rather he just. You know what? You're okay. Take the single. <laughs> right. Don't, don't run. Don't, no, no, no. Don't stretch it. You're okay. We understand. Take the single. But it's a it's a routine play. It wasn't like he was really lugging it out or, uh, you know, it wasn't like he was sliding or anything like this. But, you know, for all the criticism the Yankees got about, well, you got to play him in the outfield. He can play mm-hmm. the outfield. He's a good outfielder. This is why they don't play him in the outfield because they're yeah. so worried he's going to get hurt. Yep. Yep. It's that sudden movement that you have to do to adjust to the fly ball and stuff like that. It could be <laughs> right, issue. but he shows he can get hurt. He, just, he wasn't even playing the out. He was he was hitting, and, it, and it still happens. Maybe he needs a designated runner. Well, maybe uh, Rob Manfred will come up with some designated runner rules soon, and that yes, might lengthen his career. Well, you know, hope at least it wasn't like Ching Ming Wong, who oh, ran the bases was, in yeah, Houston and did, was one. done. Yeah, was never was the same. Never the same. That's always sad. It is. It is because he was pretty good. I enjoyed. I enjoyed watching him pitch, talking to him. He always had succinct. <laughs> he always had succinct situations. You'd say, "Okay, uh, what on the pitch? What what happened on the home run?" And he would give you two words, Gordon: slider up. <laughs> well, that was it. Perfect. That's an all economy I need. I'm good. of words. Yes. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. 
1-800-919-3776. When we return, your calls are next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Moore and Carolina doubled up the Islanders 2-1. Carolina leads that series 1-0. You know what? That was just real quick, Gordon. I think Mm -hmm. when you look at that Islanders-Hurricane series, that's the way it's going to be. I think it's going to be a tight series. It's, It's really like a defensive type series just from, and I haven't watched a lot of both teams. Let me preface that. But in the games that I've seen, other than the Islanders scoring a bunch of goals in their first meeting, all the other games have been kind of close. So I expect that that's going to be the situation in that series. And then, of course, tomorrow night, Rangers and Devils open up game one over at The Rock. Well, I flipped the game on. I was more you know, interested in what the Nets were doing. But, I, you know, mm-hmm. I got the TVs there. So I popped on the other TV and I saw Carolina score to make mm-hmm. it 2 nothing. I was like, oh, wow, I picked a good time to, to turn it on. And then the Islanders scored right after that. Nice. I'm like, boy, this is going to be a shootout. And then that was it. That was that was the whole that was the whole scoring right there. So I missed the first one, but uh, didn't seem like the Islanders had a whole lot of uh, opportunities in this one tonight. No, they didn't. They didn't. And both goaltenders were great. They both yeah. of them were great. They're really good, really good. So we'll see what happens uh, in Game Two of that series. And of course, all eyes will be on the Rangers and Devils in Game One. Off to the phones we go. Subi's in Midtown. Subi, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Hey guys, um, I called in the beginning of the year with the same subject, you know, the musical chairs of injuries. Now, I do have a feeling that Judge will stay healthy. Now, just we're just going to be waiting for the next two or three players who are going to go down for a couple of weeks with some back strain or something like that. Now, I'm just—I know it's early, but we we have to do what Cashman always does: is that finding that hidden gem somewhere in the league and trying to plug them in in the lineup because you're not going to be generating much power in the bottom of the lineup or the top of the lineup without Judge. I'm trying to understand where those home runs will come from. Now, uh, just let me know if you think that it's too early to try to find players from other teams because a player like Brian Reynolds in Pittsburgh, you know, sure would be nice just about now. What do you think? All right, Subi, thanks for the phone call. This is Cashman doesn't normally make moves this early, right, Gordon? Nobody does. Not this early. Now, the Yankees, they take the first month to kind of see where things stand, and then they start to get serious, and we'll see just how banged up they are. Now, obviously, um, Stanton's not going to be back, but you're hoping that Bader's going to be back before too long. I don't know what news I got more depressed by, uh, the Stanton injury or the fact that Josh Donaldson's getting healthy. And I'm not sure which one. Uh, depressed by, but, but look, I think that LeMayhew has been really good so far. Uh, he looks like he's back. Uh, Glaber has gotten off to a halfway decent start, so that's good. You, you don't want to see any of those guys get hurt. Um, I like what I've seen from Cabrera. I think he should be playing you know, regularly out in left field. Mm-hmm. You get Bader back. Uh, I'm not going to tell you the Stanton injury doesn't hurt you, but I think you can kind of weather the storm, but you just can't afford any more injuries. you got two – you got two guys in the rotation that are hurt. I'm not even going to consider Montas part of the rotation. You got no, two. You, you got a couple of guys in the bullpen that are hurt. You got a couple of hitters that are hurt. So this stuff uh, kind of adds up. But uh, I, I'm sure the Yankees will be active when it is time, if the team is good, which we expect it to be. Mm-hmm. As we get closer to the trade deadline, I'm sure the Yankees will be looking to uh, make upgrades. But I don't think anything's going to happen anytime soon. No, it's too early. 
Yeah. Nobody it's makes too, moves. It's too early. It's too early. And I, I get what you're saying. With all the injuries, you want to see them make a move. And, I, and listen, the, the, the player in Pittsburgh, Gordon, has been the guy that a lot of people have been asking about. And I don't know that Pittsburgh's going to move. I don't think if Pittsburgh's going to move him, they're not going to move him this early. They're not going to move him until the trade deadline until they see, you know, what, what's happening with their team and what they can get for him. And if the price tag is anywhere close to what it was last year, it was basically the same price tag as Juan Soto. Yeah. And I don't see – if Brian Cashman didn't pay the price for Juan Soto, I don't know if he's going to pay the price for Brian Brian Reynolds. No, I don't think he will. I don't think he will. So, and listen, you know, hang in there, Subi. Frenchie Cordero's showing you some things. Yeah, yeah. I like you, you, I, Some of the younger you players – You can get a good month out of him. Sure. Some of the younger players are, are showing you something. Like you said, Torres has been – you know, this is a big year for him, Gordon. Absolutely. I, he's He's got to perform. He's got to do some things. He, he's really got to show that he is, uh, you know – he is closer to what we saw in 2017 as opposed to what we've seen yep. over the past couple Absolutely. of years. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, who is the real Glaber Torres? Will the real Glaber Torres please uh, stand up or show up? Because that would be a that would be a big plus. You know, you get Definitely. LeMayhew back and he's healthy and you get Glaber hitting like he can. All of a sudden, the, the lineup gets a little extended and and you're not pre- you're not putting a lot of pressure on uh, on um, on Volpe and mm-hmm. on Cabrera to all of a sudden pick up the slack. And if there's a and look, there's no positive to Stanton being hurt. Okay, let's let's make that clear. But it does free up your DH position. So, you know, DJ can hit a couple of spots there where you're mm-hmm. trying to rotate him in the field. You can keep his bat in the lineup now at the DH spot. You know, so you, yep. you've got some options there. And maybe you throw Hicks in there another time or two. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> I saw, you know, I was joking with uh, I forgot who it was yesterday I was joking. It was either with Joe or Tom. Uh, I saw at the beginning of the game yesterday, Aaron Hicks was hitting a robust 385. Yeah. Well, that, that's, how, that's how they, they suck you in, right? They'll, they'll tell you, oh, well, you know, he had that great first month. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what he was. I don't, I don't think he was hitting 385. Not, not this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was his OPS or something like that. It's probably was something like that. <laughs> maybe, I just, I was maybe just happy to see 385 next to his name. Left-handed pitchers. <laughs> With winds coming out of the east at eight miles an hour, <laughs> those analytics people—they're on it, Larry. Don't worry, they're, they're on it. Oh, listen, there's no question about it. They got something. They got something going there with him. But uh, you know, look, I—I I think the Yankees will be okay. I mean, they're, they're playing well, even with the injuries. It's not they like they're struggling. Yeah, they are. But they, it's just like you just hope that it's not these things don't continue because yeah. you yeah. know there, there there is a point where it's a point of no return. Yeah. And once again, listen, you if you had to if if last year taught you anything, let's pull back on the let's pull back on what you're doing in the first half and save it for the second half. Yeah. So you don't have to be doing so we don't have to sweat about getting through into the postseason. And are we gonna get to hear about how great the Yankees training staff is, that these injuries I don't uh, think so. Uh, didn't they change the whole staff a couple of years ago and they told you, Oh, they it did. takes a little while for it to, to bear fruit and Still waiting. Yeah, still waiting. Still mm-hmm. waiting. It's it's weird. It's like you get guys who are perennially hurt, and uh, they get hurt for you too. Yeah. Yep. Well, those are the guys you should stay away from. <laughs> you should. You should. You know, and, and even, listen, even though Bader had a really good postseason. Yeah. He, he's he's not Babe a, Ruth. He's kind of got a, you know, a reputation of, of having some injuries. So, you know, you're hoping that he, you know, they can straighten him out, and he'll be back. And especially defensively, it gives you kind of a leadoff batter, right? Maybe, yeah. You know, maybe. possibly. 
and um, you know, or he can bat second, or you can put him ninth. So you can you know maybe have a, some speed at the bottom of the order and leading mm-hmm. it to DJ. So you got some options there, my friend. You got some options. When we return, we'll continue to talk a little baseball. Plus, we'll get your thoughts. Nets tonight, Knicks tomorrow night. What are you expecting from this Nick team? Gordon and I will give you our thoughts, and we'll get yours as well on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Texas. Trey, what are your thoughts on the Knicks? What's going on, fellas? Trey. Well, you know, I don't like to – I want to, you know, touch the money on all of these. These are some bad injuries that happened yesterday, and I wish all the men to get better soon. Like I, told, like I just told Queen Chantel, man, we need to capitalize on some of these injuries, man, because Giannis did not look good. Mm-hmm. Hero's gone. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to say nothing. I ain't saying what we, what we could possibly do, anything like that. Hopefully they, they they take care of business in game two. Yep. Because just like you and Larry just said, RJ couldn't play no worse. Good Lord, man. If we can get, like you said, 13 and 6 out of him, maybe like, you know, 12 and 5 out of Grimes, then that'll take some of the pressure off Hart. You know, he ain't got to do so much. But you're right, Larry. We will miss his, his action around the boards, man, offensively and defensively. He's a monster, man. I don't know. He's got a knack for the ball, man. He gets around that ball very fast. That ball finds him. And I don't know if it does that entirely for the for the rest of the crew yet. Hartenstein is kind of there. Him when him and Hartenstein are on the floor together, mm-hmm. they, that ball be finding those guys, man. So they, they got to capitalize on that, man. They just got to get those two. They get those two going. Everything else is going to flow. You Brunson, you know what you're going to get from him. Julius, even though he didn't shoot well, he was he was active the whole game. You know, and I appreciated that, man, because I thought I, I'm now looking back on it, man. He looked like he was getting winded, and that's just conditioning from him being hurt. But once he got going, man, he he looked he looked decent. He looked decent. I'm looking for him to shoot better though in game two. He needs to. He'll have to probably because they're gonna need a little bit more from him. But uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, Trey. And thanks for the phone call, my friend. Hopefully, you know, the bench will be able to continue and and be even better. So it's more spread out. You know what I mean, Gordon? So you get mm-hmm. more of a more of a uniform contribution from the bench. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice to have Hart, uh, but we'll have to kind of wait and see. I would expect he'll, he'll be able to give you something. I agree. It's just a question of how much. And mm-hmm. and how does the game play out? If yes. the game is close, you know Tibbs is going to he's gonna ring every bit of blood out of that stone because mm-hmm. he wants that win right then and there. And, right. you know, if it, if it starts to get away from him, maybe you don't see Hart so much in game two and you have him a little fresher for game three. So we'll just right. have to wait and play it by ear. And that'll be Friday night, so you get another two days mm-hmm. after that to kind of, you know, ice it and heat, ice heat, alternate and raise it and do all the stuff that they're going to do to try to get it ready. You know, for his first playoff series, he wants to play. If there's, oh, if there's any, If there's any way for him to play, he's going to play. He's going to play. And he wouldn't be the perfect Tibbs player without mm-hmm. wanting to play. I mean, I think everybody wants to play in the playoffs, but, I mean, he's such a – he seems like such a perfect fit for Tibbs that – I would be stunned if he does if he's not able to give you anything. Yep, I agree with that. So, Gordon, I got to tell you this: if okay. I were a Dolphin fan, uh huh, I would agree for this acquisition. I've seen a number of places the possibility, and Miami's interested interested in signing Derrick Henry, and I think he would be if you, here's more protection for Tua as mm-hmm. a quarterback. 
He doesn't have to sit there and worry about you know trying to get the ball down the field to Tyreek Hill, the Cheetah, and all these other all the other you know, all the other great weapons you have as receivers. Mm-hmm. He can come back. He can have a guy run the ball for him a little bit who can eat up the load. The guy who's who's well versed in understanding that I am got no problem being the offense because that's what he was in Tennessee. So I if, if I were Miami, I would be very interested. I would I would really consider adding him to the team. Now, I will say this. There's a reason why Tennessee is not resigning. Right. And I'm not sure what that is. There must be a reason. And they know him better than anybody else. But I mean, it just it, it would be a natural for you, Gordon. Well, I, I, here's the thing. The, the, the regime that is running, I'm not saying that I agree or, or necessarily disagree with this. They mm-hmm. do not invest in the running back position. Gotcha. Uh, and they don't really value uh, the running back position. I'm not sure if they finished last in the league last year in rushing attempts, but if they weren't last, they were pretty close to last. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have a specific kind of back that they're looking for. Uh, Mostert was very productive for them when he played. When Jeff Wilson got there, he was pretty productive a- as well, even though they don't really use that position that way. They like they like a back that can catch some passes out of the backfield, run a little bit here and there. Um, so I would be surprised if they – now I don't know what it would take to land him because mm-hmm. it would have to be a trade. They want to get that contract off their books. Uh, I, but on the, on the other side of things, they are, it seems like, fully invested – in this year to go deep into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they made the, the the trade last year for, for guys. Um, they made the pick uh, the Bradley Chubb last year. Uh, they made the trade for Jalen Ramsey. So it's clear that they are in their eyes gearing up for a Super Bowl run. And if you're gearing up for a Super Bowl run, those picks are going to be later in the first round, later in all the rounds. So, so maybe they might be willing to to sacrifice uh, what it would take to get. I don't know what it would take to get him a second round pick, a third round pick. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. He would be an upgrade over everybody they got. I just don't know if it's, if it's a fit with the regime that they have there that they would invest in that position. There, there's been a lot of talk of Dalvin Cook. If Dalvin Cook were to shake loose as well, they might be interested in him too. So. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a clear area where they could upgrade. To me, the biggest area is still the offensive line because their offensive line is not good, and, and, and that's how everything blows up because it doesn't take yeah. much for Tua to get chased down from behind, come down in an awkward way, and then the whole season blows up. Yeah, yeah. I just thought from looking, I said, man, that would be what an yeah, upgrade look, it would be for that them. Would be, it would feel like the cherry on top. You know, you got the you got the receivers there. You've added to the defense this offseason. You're hoping the quarterback is going to be good. And it's really kind of a, a prove-it year for him, even though they, they mm-hmm. picked up the fifth-year option. It's, it's not crazy. Um, no, no. It, it, I'm sure that, the, you know, backs are going to shake loose. Yep. And if they do, Miami is a place that would make some sense. Uh, did you see who was at the – the Jets offseason workout today? Did he finish reading his book? Uh, I'm he sure have a he book did. review. I'm sure he did. I mean, he's under contract. He better show up. <laughs> That's the thing that I thought. Like, people are like, oh, he did show up. I'm like, of course, he better show up. I'm like, he's, he's the one that should be there first. Yeah. He should open the doors for everybody. Absolutely. Oh, look who's here. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, he needs, to, he needs to look at that playbook again. He needs to look at that new playbook. It's going to be a quiz. Yeah, he has to get uh, Aaron's coffee the way he likes it. 
That's right. Sure, his seat is, is broken in. Yep. Uh, you know, he's got a nice chair there in front of the mm -hmm. locker and everything else. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. No. Do doubt you think about that, that there was a moment of hesitation for Zach when he when he went with the key card and it was like, oh, it's still it's it's still good to go. Okay. All right. He's under contract. He is under contract. So the key will always work. You know. Well, it didn't work for Jamal Adams because right. they, they, because he was on his way out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I would Joe think Douglas that was making Joe Douglas was making deals. Nobody, yeah, he can't make a deal for Zach Wilson. Yeah. If anybody were willing to give him something of value, the key I card would have gone. Yeah. The key the key card <laughs> might have all of a sudden not worked, but I don't think that that's going to happen anytime no, no. soon. Remember, Joe Leo, he is your backup right now. He he's the backup with the most experience on the team. But here's the good news. Yes. Aaron Rodgers is going to be here. Not even the New York Jets can blow this. Did you see there was a, a note on the internet that uh, the Titans are interested in I, uh, Aaron Rodgers in the event that things do not work out since they have not come to a deal yet? It, it, it's impossible. I know. It, it's impossible. Draft night, maybe, maybe the day two of the draft. Mm -hmm. I think that's when it happens. Yes. We hope finally so. get relief. I hope so. It will be until nice. something new pops up. Well, yeah. I'm not something happy with else the money. will pop up. Oh, there's no question. Yeah, no question. There's no question. Something else will pop up. And uh, how happy is um, Lamar Jackson that Jalen Hurts got money today? Yeah, I mean, all these guys are going to get paid. <laughs> I, I mean, know. can you imagine what Burroughs' deal is going to be? Oh my God, it's going to be unbelievable. If I'm Lamar, I'm just sitting back. Yeah. I might, and I understand with the idea of you know you're not protected long term. I get it. I understand taking the franchise tag. It's a it's a it's a it's a gamble. I understand it. But Gordon, if he took the franchise tag for one year, do you know what he would make next year? But he, I mean, he's not taking oh. that tag. You know, they didn't give him the 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 good one. They gave him the the other one. Yeah, I know. So he he's what was it thirty two or thirty four? I can't remember. I think it's thirty two. He is not. I, I would be stunned if he plays. For thirty-two, he'll he'll do the bare minimum for thirty-two. Yeah, bare minimum. Ah, sure. Oh, oh, my, oh, again, nagging injury. Oh, <laughs> what's it gonna be? They've got I an mean, issue they, in Baltimore. They, they kind of brought that on themselves, right? They do. They have an issue. They've got an issue. You know, they've got an issue. Uh, Gordon, you up for a off-day edition of Answers with Aaron? Now I will be fair. I, I, two things. Yes, I, I I am up for it. Okay. Um, I I vaguely remember playing an Aaron Boone cut earlier today when I was doing the updates. I have mm -hmm. no recollection of what he was talking about. I will. Okay. <laughs> my okay. memory is that bad. All right. That's but good. to that's, be that's fair, it's us. possible I've already heard this. Okay. Well, since you don't know what we're playing, right, and you don't know what, and I don't know what you've heard. <laughs> We're, we're good to go. <laughs> it works. Beauty of getting old. <laughs> Believe me, I know. 1-800-919-3776. When we return, an off-day edition of Answers with Aaron, starring Gordon Damer, next on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, it's ESPN New York tonight <laughs> on 98.7 ESPN. Sorry about that, Gordon. Time to go out to the ballparks, kind of. An update from Chez Ravine in Los Angeles. He did it again, Gordon. Freddie yeah, Freeman. Yeah, 5-5. Five, five. Two-run home run. Did it again. So tied at five as 
The Dodgers are now out of the inning in the bottom of the fifth. We move to the top of the sixth. Now, today off for the Yankees, they have a series tomorrow night beginning with the uh, Los Angeles Angels, right? Yeah. This, right. this is still the competitive part of the Angels schedule. Yeah. So you'd want to get the Angels a little later in the year where they've already given like up to. the ghost. Yeah, this is this is but this is the time for you to get your test against them because they're like you said, they're competitive, they're they're ready to go. And obviously all eyes are on uh, you know, Otani and Trout and Otani doesn't seem to do well in the Bronx. I'm not trying to jinx him. I'm talking about no, last year. No, but he's not going to. He pitched today, and they had the rain, so he only pitched two innings. So I would assume he's not going to pitch in the series against the Yankees at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's disappointing because the Yankees have actually done pretty well against him. They have, they have, they have. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good series. Good series. Yesterday, the Yankees ended a split with the Minnesota Twins in that series. Ended their streak of uh, consecutive series wins to start the season. And obviously, for Aaron Boom, the topic was his starter and ace, Garrett Cole, Gordon. So, the first thing that Boone was asked, which is surprising, I didn't realize it, and then I remembered that I think Verlander got it the year that Cole was in Houston. Right. Is the fact that Boone, he, Boone was asked, are you shocked that Garrett Cole has never won a Cy Young? I don't think, I, I don't think I've heard this cut. Uh, I don't generally listen to Boone anymore because I know we do this segment. <laughs> it wasn't like you. I was lining up to listen to him anyway. Thank you. Um, appreciate that. Integrity is important. I, 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 yeah, he's going to say something along the lines of it's crazy that he hasn't won one. He's going to win one. He, you know, he, he's, uh, he's been the ace. He's, you, know, you take a look at what he's done over the – he always loves – I find that when he talks about Cole, he always talks about his rhythm. I don't know mm. if he'll talk about his rhythm here. Because this is not really about the game per se, mm-hmm. but he'll say something along the lines of, "Oh, he should have won one already, and that he's going to win one, and, and probably more." You know, he'll go the, the the Brian Cashman. It's not about championship; it's about championships. I'm I'm sure he'll say that he he'll probably win more than one. All right, Aaron Boone, are you shocked? Garrett Cole has never won a Cy Young. Probably, he's going to get one, maybe more. I mean, he's he's going to be in that conversation every year and has been now for a number of years. So he's in a great place right now. And, you know, look forward to seeing him going back out there in a few days. There you go. There you go. That's it. It's going to be endlessly positive. And when Cole, when Cole has been as good as – or anybody has been as good as Cole has been, it's going to yeah. be taking it to a new level. Yeah, absolutely. Although if Cole had been bad, he probably would have said the same thing. You know, here's <laughs> the thing, though. If you had to have a pitcher – win a game right now in Major League. You can have any pitcher you want. Mm-hmm. Is that pitcher Garrett Cole? And I'm not just talking about, you know, just how he started this year. Right. I mean, every, you know, for, for as, as much criticism as he gets with the Yankees, the last, mm-hmm. I'm taking a look right now, last five years he's finished fifth, second, fourth, second, and ninth in the Cy Young. Wow. It's consistency. He's been top yeah. ten. And, and he's making, you know, outside of the, 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 the pandemic year, 32, 33, 30, 33 starts a year. Yeah. I mean, he's a workhorse. He is. He is. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, also on the case show today, they were discussing the fact that he has an opt-out after next year. And when you consider what the two aces are making in Queens. Oh, yeah. He's being underpaid. Right. <laughs> he's pitching. Right. Yeah. He's being underpaid. Yeah. He makes it. He, he actually shows up to work. He does. And hangs around for a while. Mm-hmm. Next one from Aaron Boone. Um, so the statement is, 
his feeling is that Cole, Cole is totally locked in. So how does he get to that statement, Gordon? How does he, how does he get to that? Does he break it down? How, how, does, how does he do it? I'm going to say he'll talk about his rhythm. He always talks about Cole's rhythm. So uh, he's in a good rhythm. Is is he'll probably break down all the pitches, you know, his fastball, his secondary stuff, and his rhythm, and, and that, that's he's just locked in right now. All right, Aaron Boone, Cole is totally locked in. Just his command of everything. He's in rhythm with the clock. He's rhythm. just whatever happens out there. And, and look, a lot of things obviously went right today. So there wasn't a lot of you know, adversity, but he's just, he's just handling situation after situation so well. But I think it's his fastball command and, and the fact that he's pressuring it in a lot of different places in the strike zone has been huge for him. You know, his secondary stuff I thought was all played an important role, all of them, but that's, that's a big time performance right there. He's a special pitcher and, and he's just in a really locked in focused place. I mean, uh, I, I, that was, I mean, that was a masterpiece by me. I mean, that's outstanding. I don't think I've heard the. I don't think I've heard the. And I feel like I played one today, but I don't, remember, one one I don't remember. I don't remember. Probably was game related. Maybe. It's probably more game related on the offense. That's probably what it was. Something like that. See? You do so many updates, you don't realize what's Right. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't want somebody to come, oh, you played this before. I, it's nope, possible nope. I did. I just don't. Nope, nope, nope. Remember. That's all right. You a did long a long time job. ago, Larry. I know, I know. Over 12 hours. Yeah, it's a long time ago. <laughs> yep, definitely. That's our look at the uh, ball from the ballparks because uh, the Mets and Dodgers are still going at it. Top of the six Mets are batting, and they're now two out, and that game is tied at five. And this is – so, Gordon, I don't know how to look at this series. I'm going to be honest with you because it's – obviously, it's a, <laughs> it's a three-step up in class from what you played in Oakland. Okay, it's a two and a half step up in class from what you played against the Marlins, and and you you know you've been very good against those teams, and you're supposed to be when when you're better than those teams, you're supposed to beat those teams. But it's and it's early Dodgers, and I don't think the Dodgers have hit their stride yet either. So sure. I'm, I'm I'm looking at it. Of course, you want look. It's it's an old thing. It's the it's the old Dodgers. You know, New York against Brooklyn. You know, I mean, it's Brooklyn. You know, the, the old timers are like, oh, we got to go out and beat the Dodgers because they betrayed us by leaving New York and so on and so forth. And then the Mets are going to the Giants, Chris go to play the Giants afterwards. So in one sense, yeah, you want to see because they're a better team than what you faced and you want to you know, see how good your team is. But on the other side of it, Gordon, it's so early. I don't know if we know yeah. how good the Dodgers are yet. I, I don't think so. Uh, and it wasn't like the Dodgers made some big splashy moves this offseason. They were pretty quiet, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, and they've not gotten off to the greatest of starts. And in and, and fairness to the Mets, you know, like if you if you want to look at this as some sort of preview for later in the year when it really matters, your two aces aren't going to be pitching in yeah. the series. Yep. So uh, I don't think you can take much out of it. You hope to be able to win because you don't. The, the thing you don't want is to allow the Braves. It's amazing. The Braves, <laughs> they're, they're, they got they're no, this is the year they're off to the hot start. So they're rolling. Yeah. You know, I mean, if they're rolling early, can you imagine what they're going to be doing late? I mean, the last couple of years, they don't get rolling until midseason and then they try to stay close. Yeah. Until you play them. So mm -hmm. you can do, Gordon. Try to stay close until you play them and handle your business. And hopefully that's when your aces will be available. That's what, because that, that's when you need to see them. Okay, because that's going to tell you where you are. From a pitching standpoint, it just does. 
and I, I mean, you know, Met fans may, some Met fans may not agree with me, but here's the bottom line. There's two things I know about this team. They have to win this World Series this year. Mm-hmm. And for them to win a World Series this year, those two guys have to anchor the top of the rotation. Simple as that. That is the way you drew it up. And that's not breaking news. That's common sense. No, yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's the way, that's the way they, they drew it up. Now, you, and you can question the way they drew it up. It is, it is risky. And you've, if you've seen already some of the risks of that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, th- those, you'd have to say those are the goals for this year's team. And it, with Alonzo and Lindor aside, you just wonder, as a Met fan, why is you clearly you know the importance of pitching, but why is the Mets always build their team around pitching, Gordon? They always do. It's it's always about okay, we've got the pitching, and I get it because pitching is very expensive when you get it as a free agent. <laughs> Believe me, I know from the top two that you've got on this team right now. But Gordon, how about some some offense from these guys? I mean, you know, Batty could be, you know, we may see something from him. Alvarez has been just lost. He he has no idea what the strike zone is up here. He's swinging at everything, and so you you would like for them to to going to build some build some guys around some more guys around hitting. It's just it's so heavy oriented pitching. They build the team around pitching all the time. You go back to to you know two K with Pulsifer and that group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and, and and you go back to even the, Tom Seaver when they won. Mm-hmm. You go back to '73 and there's John Matlack and mm-hmm. and company, and and in '86 it's Doc Gooden and Ron Darling. It's always pitching that they build the team around. It's always pitching, and Gordon in this day and age, pitching just pitchers get hurt. Well, perfect example, 2015, right? Uh, I mean, I remember, I think it was Joel Sherman writing about the Mets could have a billion-dollar rotation yeah. with all these young arms when they become a uh, – it, it, didn't, uh, it clearly did not pan out that way. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the Mets have always – and we've had this conversation before. Yankees have always primarily built their teams around the bats, around mm-hmm. hitting home runs, and the Mets have built things around primarily pitching. And, yep. um, you know, the, the results are far different. Uh, and and, adapt, yeah. and in this day and age, now look, maybe it's going to be different this year because the rule changes. I don't know. It just feels like when you get into October, by the time these games are decided, the starting pitcher's long gone. Yeah, you're right. You know, you you almost have to go the way the route the Yankees did a couple of years ago, where they went bullpen. Yeah, heavy okay, bullpen. Okay, let's go depth. Heavy bullpen. You know, the only problem with that is. You can't use the same guys every night in the same situation. Absolutely, yep. That's the issue. But, you know, heavy bullpen, that's what they did. Listen, we'll, we'll play the long game. We, we'll do a starter. We'll do what Tampa did. We'll do a starter, and then we'll go to the pen. And so, you know, because you're right. The days of, okay, my starter in, in, the, in the my ace in the postseason is going six or seven, guaranteed, and then I'll worry about the rest. No, those days are done. Gordon, it used to be that the that the that the starter in the All Star game had to go three innings. That doesn't even happen now. <laughs> it, it feels like you get the big time pitcher, so that the idea is, well, we get into a playoff series, right? Like the Mets last year. Who's going to beat these guys mm-hmm. four times in a playoff series, or who's going to beat these guys in a playoff series? Where really, 
you want the ace more for the regular season now because that allows you not to burn out your bullpen. You have the one guy at least that can maybe eat up some innings and and go deep into a game, and at least every fifth day, you know, you got that guy that can stop the the long losing skid. Right. It, it's kind of right. reversed itself now. But yeah, Definitely. I think that starting pitching and spending your money on starting pitching is is generally wasteful, especially two guys. Okay, I could see Cole. I could see Cole. You know, one one. One one A, mm-hmm. I got it. Top of the rotation. Okay, I get it. But go, there's a lot of money they're paying these guys. Well, money's no object. I know, I know that. But I'm saying a lot of money for them not to be available. Yeah, it's <laughs> what eighty-seven million dollars, yeah, close to ninety. And God knows what other incentives they may have in there to boost their, you know, to boost it even more. So it's you know that that's the frustrating thing. And once again, it's early. It's April. It's so you know. If you if forty oh no it's forty three and it's forty three so it's eighty six million dollars in those two guys, whoo, eighty six million dollars don't buy what it used to huh and one hasn't pitched yet, <laughs> half of that money hasn't been used has you haven't seen it in the major leagues yet, it's concerning but it's early, it and is I'm early talking myself through it Gordon I'm just trying to I, I know I hear you talk and look you've gotten it. off to a solid start it's not like yes. yeah things could certainly be worse yeah could look. Could have lost to, to Oakland. <laughs> right, yeah. You lose to Oakland, man. That's the time to hit the panic button. Speaking of the panic, Jacques Vaughn is down 0-2, but his team is coming to the Barclays Center. We'll hear from the Nets head coach next on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, 